Hey, Chris. Hey, Tim. How are you? Doing, doing, doing well. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Good, good, good. So we are doing a recap show. The eighth class of the Hall of Songs, the eighth round of voting for the Hall of Songs. I guess this would technically be the seventh class since we did have one class that did not have any inductees. Nevertheless, this is the recap show that you get to find out whether a song or songs have been inducted into the Hall of Songs via your voting. And just going in, I know you don't know anything, Chris. I'm being very you know, real about this. This is me playing a poker face. Uh, how many songs do you think got in on this round? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. We've had the, the fewest we've had is zero. The most we've had is four. Yes. I'll go with six. Is that right? Okay. No, hmm. not right. It's actually 12. No. Wow. <laughs> every song, every, everybody who voted picked the same voted song for the exact every point. time. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in with 100% of the vote. And Unbelievable. Nothing else got a vote. Yeah. What an incredible balloting that was. Uh, so we are going to get into it. It is the recap show. It is the eighth round of voting. The eighth class of the Hall of Songs about to be revealed. Here we go. Sipping through the vinyls at the record store. Welcome, music lovers, loyal listeners to Hall of Songs. Recap show, eighth class. I'm Tim Malcolm. I'm Chris Jones. You didn't say it the way I did. Damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was caught off guard. <laughs> it's okay. This is the podcast in which the two of us attempt to determine the greatest songs of all time. And we do that by presenting songs every main episode. 12 nominees in each from each year going in time, in real time, evolution and such. And then you get to vote on the songs that you think belong in our song hall of fame that we call the hall of songs. So this is the recap show. We have not six, not 12. We have one. We have one song that got into the Hall of Songs this time out. Uh, it was a pretty substantial class. 24 songs were up for vote. Uh, many of them were new. Uh, half of them were new. So that's, I guess, many. I don't know. Um, but uh, we have a few that have been around for a long time. And they, you know, we'll talk about how they did. Well, that's what we'll do here on the recap show. Um, first off, Chris, uh, how do you feel about sort of this round of voting? Uh, do, do you think before we reveal what the song was that the right song got inducted or that maybe any song should have got in or what? This was a weird one. I mean, the the songs were sort of all over the place. They were varying styles. As you said, like half of them were new, but some of the ones that were that stuck around were ones that seemed to have a lot of support. So I didn't really know what to think coming into this one. I'll say before we uh, you know go into it, I'm pleased with the result uh, that I'm pleased with the song that got in. And I think it'll be uh, overall, I think it's an interesting one. It was a, a bit surprising at first, although thinking about it more, sort of can see it but uh but uh but yeah no i'm happy with it and it's you know again it was a little bit all over the place and hard to predict and that's the way that it turned out yeah i'm pleasantly surprised with this one uh i was not expecting this one to be the inductee but 
nevertheless, I it's I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the more I've actually listened to it, even after we did the episode, because I was watching the voting and saying, oh, this might actually get in. So I was listening to it a lot more and I was like, OK, I really dig this song, really, really dig this song. So um, I'm happy with the result as you are. And I, I would probably tell you that, you know, maybe there was a song or two that I thought would have been, you know, getting more votes, maybe not in, but close. I wasn't quite seeing one song over the others that was amazing. Uh, that was a, a, a definite, like a crazy or something like that. Right. Nevertheless, uh, I like the result. I like the result. So I think we should probably do it. We should probably reveal what the song is. It got in the hall of songs our 15th inductee into the hall of songs. Chris, what is it? It is. Do you love me by the contours? First year on the ballot with a little bit more than 70% of the vote. Yeah. I, I mean, it did really well in the voting. So yeah, it, you know, it wasn't scraping by. We didn't have to use the golden vote on that. By the way, if you don't know what the golden vote is, if a song is one vote away from actually making the hall of songs at the end of voting, Chris and I put our heads together and decide whether or not to give it that extra bump up into the hall. It doesn't affect the voting for the other songs on the ballot. It just affects that song's performance. So we didn't have to do that this time out, uh, but 70% for Do You Love Me, which, as I said, I've even grown more and more in love with this song. So I guess I do. You know, congr- you know Contours, uh, answering the question. <laughs> the yes. yes, apparently we do. We, we, do. Yes. we do. We do love you. Uh, so uh, what do you like about this song? I mean, I, you know, what, what, what you've, you've had a lot to say about the song in their 1962 episode. So what do you appreciate about it? Well, I, it's a fun song. I mean, I do think it holds up like it still sounds pretty fresh. Um, it's, you know, it's a great dance song. I, like what you said during it, too, is interesting to me about how it sort of feels like it's this uh, soundtrack to so many dance montages in movies. I mean, I think a lot of people, probably my generation and younger, know it from Dirty Dancing. And that was one of the things that tipped me off to maybe it was going to get in was a couple days after the episode when I have people who. I know, know the song from Dirty Dancing. We're like, oh, I love that one. I'm going to vote for that. And then also some people, you know, my parents' age who are like, oh, that one really sounds good. And so it sort of had this coalition maybe that across, you know, different people who came into it with different expectations, but we're all going to all sort of liked it. So, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun uh, and, you know, glad to see it get in. Yeah. When we did our 1961 episode, I believe that is that when you talked about the dance craze songs? Was it yes, 61? 61. Yeah. So 1960, 61, 62 is essentially when the dance crazes all happened, right? You had the twist and you had every variation of the twist two years later when it came back on the charts. You had the mashed potato, mashed potato time. Uh, you had the cha-cha. You had the, the what are the other ones? It, it, we say the mashed potato, the Watusi, the Watusi, and there was the locomotion, which we talked about in 1962. Um, so yeah, a ton of these dance songs of uh, you know representing a very small period in time. What I love is that "Do You Love Me." It kind of summarizes the the dance era in a way that isn't forceful, in a way that isn't 
you know, like chubby checker summarizing the dance era right. would have been like really over the top and, and would have been annoying, but the contours and Barry Gordy doing it, it sounds very fluid and sounds very organic. And they mentioned the twist. They mentioned the, they mentioned the mashed potato in the song. And yet it, it feels like it's its own breathing life force. So I love that we have a song that represents the dance era and maybe the quintessential dance era song that, that summarizes it all, which I think that actually is very appropriate for what we do here. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, the other one that would come to my mind would be Land of a Thousand Dances, but yeah. this one does sort of do the same thing. And I think there's kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge quality to it too, that it's not over it's definitely not taking itself too seriously right it's mm. a, it is to, to me which i like about that and the other thing that i find really is this is i think our first song that's not by you know you could characterize this different ways but it's not by an artist that is you know legendary not you know one of the like all-time greats that you would think this person's going to have a song in the hall of songs i mean you know patsy klein maybe would have been the only other one but i think patsy klein is such a big name in the you know in what she does and sort of the country and the vocal uh stylings that she you know she's not in that class in that every other person who and artist who has had a song in is really you know among the legends yeah i would agree with that i also it's our first motown song and what I love about that is that it doesn't sound like a Motown song. Right. We didn't really mention this in the 62 episode, but this is really an anomaly in the Motown canon. It's early in the Motown canon. So I think part of it is Barry Gordy and the Funk Brothers are kind of creating the Motown sound and sort of throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall. And I think Barry Gordy just also was writing a uh, a dance track that was like an Isley Brothers song that was like a... a, a um, a chubby checker song or whatever. He was doing that kind of thing. And yet it's, it's, it still has the studio studio mastery, right? Barry Gordy's production on this is really, really innovative. He's got that amazing fade out at the end that comes back in and, and that hasn't been done before. And you also have just these really cool little moments in the song that you won't hear on a typical a Motown recording, but also a typical B dance R&B song from the late 50s and early 60s you have like these little vocal things you know you listen really closely and you hear members of the contours doing like these kind of things and stuff like that that's that's innovative stuff that you're not going to get and if you listen really hard you get those things and I really love that about this song So congratulations to the contours and do you love me the 15th inductee to the hall of songs. You can go to our website, hallofsongs.com to see all of the inductees to the hall of songs. I will probably create some sort of a page that lists them all. I think that's a good idea as it stands right now. You can go to our front page, scroll down and see all of the guitar picks or plaques that Aaron Delashman, our friend has created for all of the inductees. So again, congratulations to do you love me? And I guess we should probably get into the songs that are on the outside looking in, the ones that didn't quite get to that 70, that 67% uh, mark. They are, so as we do the voting, and then we'll remind you of how we do this here. Um, when you vote, we tally it up. And then any song that gets at least two thirds of the vote, which is 66.67% or more, gets into the Hall of Songs. 
any song that gets anywhere between 35% and the 66.67% of the vote, those songs hang around for the next time out. You can hang around for up to 10 rounds of voting. Once you get past 10, you're out completely. Any song that gets anywhere below 35% of the vote is automatically out of the voting. So we're going to go through here and talk about the songs that are in that between land. Uh, and we'll start with uh, the first bunch of songs. Why don't you tell us, Chris, uh, what songs are just at the very top but not quite in? All right, a couple songs up with close to 60% of the vote. Wake Up Little Susie, Only the Lonely, and Georgia On My Mind. Uh, all of those were returning. Wake Up Little Susie, The Everly Brothers was in its sixth year. Only the Lonely by Roy Orbison in its third, as was Georgia On My Mind by Ray Charles. At this point, Wake Up Little Susie is, uh, you know, just kind of waffling from the 40s to the 50s. I don't know. Does it have a chance, do you think? I, don't, I, I can't. Think. I don't think so. Based on what's coming down in the future years, I think it's going to be really tough. But, uh, uh, you know, that one, it seemed like at the beginning, it might be able to sneak in and get the Everly Brothers one. But I'd say at this point, it's unlikely. Which is a shame because the Everly Brothers, I think you and I would both agree, are one of the really great surprises of this whole podcast, that they really were innovative and exciting and, and fun and uh, much more of an influence than we ever thought going in. Wake up, this Susie, wake up. Wake up, this Susie, wake up. We've both been sound asleep. Wake up, this Susie, and weep. The movie's over, it's four o'clock and yeah, I'd agree. That's exactly right. And the other two, Only the Lonely and Georgia My Mind, both those by artists who have songs in the Hall of Songs. Uh, you know, so not surprising to get them support. Probably also, I guess, not going to get in uh, at this point. But, you know, clearly much loved songs as well. The next group of songs, which got about 53% of the vote, they are That'll Be the Day by The Crickets, Runaway by Del Shannon, Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs, and You've Really Got a Hold on Me by The Miracles. So Green Onions and You've Really Got a Hold on Me, first time on the ballot. Runaway, it is its second time on the ballot. And that'll be the day it, also in its sixth time on the ballot. So it is also running out of time quickly. Um, any thoughts on these? Uh, just the Green Onions, definitely the best performance we've had by any of the instrumentals so far. Mm. Can't say I'm surprised by that. We talked about the way that that one sort of uh, stands out. But, uh, you know, good to see people voting for the instrumentals and understanding just how, influ how influential that one is, you know, with the Hammond organ and, and just a great, you know, Stax record sound. And I love uh, that Runaway is getting at least quite a bit of support. I think Runaways are really cool and innovative recording. Uh, and, you know, Del Shannon uh, had uh, a weird career that kind of ended uh, prematurely in some ways. But uh, I'm glad to see that his signature song is doing well here in the voting. All right. Our next group with around 47% in its first year, uh, Love Me Do by the Beatles. Uh, in its second year, I Fall to Pieces by inductee Patsy Cline. And in its third year, Wonderful World by inductee Sam Cooke. And then hanging on still in its eighth year on the ballot, also by inductee Little Richards, we have Tutti Frutti. Well, I mean, Tutti Frutti, for one, you know, give it a hand for just hanging in. <laughs> I don't think it gets in at this point. It's going to take a miracle for it to get in once we get into 63 and such. Um, 
I, I, I'm not surprised by Love Me Do being at 47%. It is one of the weaker Beatles songs that can be considered for the Hall of Songs. So I don't think uh, I don't think that's a surprise to me. Um, I guess, you know, Wonderful World and I Fall to Pieces are kind of where I think they would be. Not really much of a surprise here. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I'm going to let me do a little bit higher, but not enough so that, it's, you know, it's a surprise. The next batch of songs are the ones that are just on the bottom here, anywhere between 35 and about 40 Two percent of the vote. They are going down from forty-two percent. We have the Wanderer by Dion, Sherry by the Four Seasons, and then at around thirty-five percent, just hanging on. You don't know me by Ray Charles, and again, Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. I feel like Mac the Knife has been around thirty-five percent the last <laughs> three times out. I like to listen to the playlist when we, uh, you know, when the new ballots come up. So I'm just happy that Mac the Knife keeps hanging on because it just means more times for me to listen to Mac the knife. Are you surprised? I'm a little bit by Sherry being so low. It was actually doing well early in the voting and then kind of fell off the face of the earth there. Um, Considering the four seasons are a very beloved group uh, and have been around as a legacy for a very long time, have the Broadway show, of course, uh, that's a surprise that it's down there so low. I think that's right. I I wouldn't have had it getting in, I don't think, um, but it's a little lower than where I probably would have expected. All right, so those are the songs that are still there, and we'll move on to the next round of voting. Uh, let's talk about the songs that have been eliminated, the ones that will not get another chance at the Hall of Songs. Chris, why don't you start us off? All right, so after five years on the ballot, La Bamba by Richie Valens finally gets eliminated. It came up uh, just shy of 30%. Uh, Please, Mr. Postman also gets eliminated uh, had about 24% of the vote, as did I Can't Stop Loving You, Ray Charles, uh, in its first year on the ballot. Of the two Ray Charles songs from Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music, uh, would you agree that You Don't Know Me is the slightly better song? I think that's right. That's the one that would have jumped out to my head as as the one that I'll say this anyway, it's, it's, I'm not surprised that it finished higher in the voting. I'd have to really think about which one I think is necessarily better, but I, but it doesn't surprise me that that would be a little bit higher. Yeah. And uh, yeah, congratulations to La Bamba for hanging out for a while. You know, I, I think I unfairly kind of gave it a little slack there in the beginning. <laughs> and as I, you know, as we heard more songs going forward and heard some of that Latin influence actually continue, especially with some of the Brill building songs, I was like, okay, La Bamba may have actually had an influence more than I thought. So uh, I'm glad that it hung around for at least five rounds. The next group of songs are the ones at the very bottom, the ones that not only will be eliminated from the Hall of Songs voting, but did not get really much support at all. They include Miserloo by Dick Dale and his Del Tones, If I Had a Hammer by Peter, Paul, and Mary, The Locomotion by Little Eva, Telstar by The Tornadoes, and He's a Rebel by The Crystals. Crystals. I, was, I, I was thinking Darlene Love. But Crystal, that was the correct answer. But that's yes. the correct answer. Uh, any surprises here? 
Well, I'm a little upset about the anti-communist sentiment, apparently, from our voters here, because mm. I, I think if I had a hammer, should have, you know, come in and come in with maybe 100 percent of the vote. But uh, mm. sad to see that one go. Yeah, I'm not surprised that, you know, Telstar got, you know, uh, was so low and Miserloo was so low. I, I'm just glad that we talked about Telstar. I'm glad that we talked about Miserloo. Those are important recordings, Telstar especially. Um, I am surprised, though, that the locomotion was actually so low. I think just people like that song a lot, but and it had an amazing life going forward. I get it. I totally get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised, too, that that one wasn't it didn't stick around for another another couple of votes. Uh, you know, not shocked, but that was one that I would have expected to see a little bit higher. So that is it for our voting for the eighth class of the Hall of Songs. Again, congratulations to Do You Love Me by the Contours, the 15th inductee to the Hall of Songs. Uh, again, go to hallofsongs.com to see all of the inductees and read more about what we're doing here on the podcast. We're going to really quick uh, just tell you what the ninth class looks like right now. Uh, of course, we also added four new songs to the ballot in our last episode, our Veterans Committee episode. So the ninth class looks like this at the moment. We have returning for the ninth time, Tutti Fruity by Little Richard. For the seventh time, that'll be The Day by the Crickets and Wake Up Little Susie by the Everly Brothers. For the fifth time, Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. For the fourth time on the ballot, it'll be Wonderful World by Sam Cooke, Only the Lonely by Roy Orbison, and Georgia All My Mind by Ray Charles. For the third time on the ballot, it'll be I Fall to Pieces by Patsy Cline, Runaway by Del Shannon, and The Wanderer by Dion. For the second time on the ballot, it'll be You Don't Know Me by Ray Charles, Sherry by The Four Seasons, Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs, Love Me Do by The Beatles, You've Really Got a Hold on Me by The Miracles. And for the first time on the ballot, as we just talked about them in our Veterans Committee episode that was released last week, which was July, oh boy, here we go, 19th? 18th. 18th? There we go. The four songs that we added to the ballot are Think by James Brown and the Furious Flames. Is that Famous right? Flames. Famous, Famous Flames. Flames. Furious Flames. Famous yeah, Flames. That would be better. We should yeah. go back in time and get know, the DeLorean. That that was, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that should, that's the one thing we'll do. We'll change the name <laughs> of Brown's group. Not anything else. If you could change group. anything in history, what would it be? The <laughs> name of James Brown's first backing band. Absolutely. Turn On Your Love Light by Bobby Bland will also be on the ballot for the first time. Up on the Roof by The Drifters. And She Thinks I Still Care by George Jones. We will then add, I am not going to spoil it for you. I will spoil it for you. Why not? 12 songs onto the ballot from 1963. This was an extremely hard, extremely hard list to put together. And our 1963 episode, which will come out. On July, hold on, hold on, hold on. It'll come out on July 25th. That is correct. Yeah. Our 1963 episode, which comes out on July 25th, will have all those nominees, the ones that will add into the ballot. We will have 31 songs on the ballot. I have a feeling that we're going to say goodbye to about like 19 of them. I think that's right. Yeah. It would have been a troll move to only pick 11 or something from 1963, though, wouldn't it? Be oh, like, oh, we just couldn't come up with enough to fill the ballot. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> People would be very angry at us. So that's what we're going to have going on for 1963. That's when the voting will open on Sunday, the 25th of July. It'll be open for one week. So you'll go to hallofsongs.com and vote for up to 12 songs that you think should be in the Hall of Songs. They are the songs that are the best of the whole group there. That's what you're voting for. 
Um, and uh, what else can we tell people now that we are finished with this episode? Where can you find us? You can find us about anywhere podcasts are hosted. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, you know of at least one of those places. But tell your friends and tell them they can find us anywhere. Uh, iTunes, that I guess Apple Podcasts, whichever one of those you use to download. Uh, I use Pocket Cast, but you can get us at, the, at Google, uh, Amazon, Stitcher, any podcast place. You'll be able to find us. Uh, if all else fails, go to our website, hallofsongs.com, and you'll be able to link to it there, and you'll be able to hear this. You can even just listen to it directly on the website as well. So you can find us anywhere where podcasts exist, and that is virtually anywhere now. And you should follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Hall of Songs, Facebook.com slash Hall of Songs, where there's a good discussion. There's also some uh, trolls there. So please beware of them. And be nice to us. Yeah, please be nice to us. We're not, we're not, people are getting on us for spamming them. Look, we're trying to get listeners. So tell your friends, tell people, you know, and if you do like come across our stuff on Facebook and you're like, who are these stupid people? Don't, don't be, don't be mean. Just, just, just let it go. Let it go. And listen, you might learn something. Also find us on Instagram at Hall of Songs, which will happen at some point. We'll make that happen at some point. You can also email us at hallofsongspod at gmail.com. Please tell us any song that you think should be in the Hall of Songs or be nominated for the Hall of Songs. We will certainly take your consideration and we'll think about it. Maybe talk about it in a future episode. Uh, and then go to our website, hallofsongs.com. All the time, every time, no matter what you do. First thing in the morning. Go to hallofsongs.com. Thank you to Stock Music Media for our theme song. And thanks again to Aaron Delashmet for our logo work, including our uh, guitar, guitar pick plaques. That's tough to say. The guitar pick plaques that we give to each of our inductees and put up on our website. And we will be posting a new one shortly. Again, uh, Do You Love Me by The Contours. Congratulations. Congratulations, guys. Yes, we do love you. I'm Tim. I am Chris. See you later.